What's going on, Anchor? Welcome to this podcast. This is the Fireside Podcast. This is a podcast um, hosted by Chance Ghanem. That would be me. And what this is, is this is a interviewing um, one-on-one conversation podcast that I actually was in a pre-launch stage of. I have some recorded already, but this is something that I truly think is going to be amazing with Anchor. So the whole mindset, the whole philosophy behind this podcast is just, it's called the Fire Chat Podcast for a reason, because it's like we're sitting next to a fire. It's about a conversation. It's about minds. It's about getting to know somebody, getting to know where their mind's at, what they're thinking, how they got where they are, all those good stuff. So I am going to be collabing with a lot of new people out here on Anchor um, to help like get to know people because that's what I really want to do. I want to get to know other people that are using this app, other people that are out there in the entrepreneurial world, out there doing whatever they're doing. There's a ton of crazy cool people out there and I can't wait to have conversations and to share those conversations with you because I know it's going to bring me value and I know that these conversations will bring you value. So we're going to get started. I have a special guest for the first guest. This is my fiance, Sam. This is definitely one I'm looking forward to because A, it's the first one. So we're going to test everything out. So that's why we're doing it together. So we know what's going on. We know how to use it, all that good stuff. But also it's going to be interesting to let you guys hear a little bit of her perspective about how we're doing life, how we're living um, and kind of where her mindset was at, where it's at now, how things have changed and how life has really gone to the next level for the both of us. So I'm extremely excited to share this with all of you listening make sure you head over to instagram and follow me at chance ganem and also give sam a follow as well at strive with samantha um on instagram so make sure you guys go follow us over there and i hope you really 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 enjoy this podcast we'll be starting real soon hello sam you there Yep. Awesome, awesome. Looks like we're recording. So I want to welcome everybody in on the podcast. This is the Fire Chat Podcast. Chance Gondam, your host, and I have my wonderful fiance on the line, Samantha. And I'm extremely excited to get this off the ground running, the first ever podcast on Anchor um, that we've done the interview. So it fits. It's suitable that Sam's the first one who hops on here with me. So I'm excited. You excited to go, Sam? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So I think it uh, it would only make sense if I start by telling everybody a little bit about how we got together way, way back six years ago in high school is when we met. And it's crazy that in high school we got together and where we're at now, it's totally a different different life, wouldn't you say? not even close to what I would have told you then that now would look like 100% it's crazy how life changes it's crazy how you go through you go through situations you go through trials and tribulations and definitely uh we we've lived a few different lives we've lived in the same house with my parents now we're out traveling we obviously went to high school together so life's life's been crazy but how about uh 
let's let's just dive right into it. I want to talk more about on this podcast, not really the past as much, is is more of like ideas, thoughts, future, kind of where things are going in business. Because I think one thing that I don't think a lot of people know, obviously, if this is the first time you've heard uh, Sam speak, uh, if you haven't seen her on social media and that kind of stuff, she does have a very good understanding of business, of entrepreneurship, and of where things are going, really good at social media marketing, doing that kind of stuff. So we want to we use her knowledge and allow you guys to hear her knowledge so you guys can head over, follow her, so you can keep her accountable for uh for making these these anchor podcasts Does that sound good yeah <laughs> she's laughing on the other end <laughs> but yeah we're happy we're good she's ready to talk um so the first thing i was thinking um with christmas break coming up and we're getting ready to head back home here we're about to catch a flight after a 31 hour drive from florida to arizona to catch a flight back to illinois makes a lot of sense but if you know what we're doing it makes sense um but thinking about that thinking about going home i mean it's got to bring back thoughts of school of what we were doing before we left all that kind of stuff i was wondering um what really has changed from your mindset from that first year um you were going into college to like after the first year what changed through that first year um when it came to your thoughts and your mindset on college Um, well, to kind of go back a little bit, I was at that point, you have to understand that in my family education, and I see, I can't even use the word education at this point, college was the way out, college was the way that you made it to the middle class and kind of made your life better. No one was ever successful without college was kind of the kind of the mentality that was instilled in me from a very, very young age. Um, So going all through high school, it was, yeah, I had to take all the super hard classes, you know, everyone else was taking uh, pretty like their senior year. They were taking a light schedule. I was taking pre-calc trig and AP classes and just honestly, absolutely miserable. But I kind of, in that time, I'm like, oh, that's just what you have to do to get into a good college so that you can get a good job so that you can pay for the college that you just spent all the money on. But I mean, my mentality in the way of college has changed so much because although obviously I think I would really prefer like my doctor, lawyer, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing went to college. I really don't think that if you're trying to build a business or anything like that I don't think that college is a necessity where if you would have talked to me six years ago I would have said oh anyone who doesn't go to college can never be successful it's just not possible and I would say a lot of things have changed as well in the environment in the past six years oh absolutely like I mean where was the smartphone at where we, we weren't doing this there was no anchor where we could just drop podcasts I don't even think podcasts were a thing six years ago no at least not a mainstream thing. And where we come from, if it wasn't like extreme mainstream, we didn't even know it exists out there in the middle of the cornfields. So, but it is crazy to look back and see how our mindsets changed. And also how, when you talk about technology changing and the advancements of technology, I think it is really mind blowing to 
really understand what kind of changes have been happening. But what kind of changes have you seen that have really been accelerating in the past year, two years that you got your eye on that excites you that are coming? Um, I have to say, honestly, one of them is this app, Anchor. I think it's pretty amazing. They're making it so attainable for even the average person to make a podcast because we've done a little research before we found out about this and there was actually a lot of steps to try to get your podcast out there on iTunes or wherever else you're putting it. And there's a lot of money you had to spend up front to be able to do so. So the fact that this is free, honestly, kind of blows my mind, but I think voice is definitely something I'm excited about. It makes sense. I mean, most people, myself included at this point, I don't want to read as much. I would rather have it on in the car and have someone read it to me. Audio has just always been better for me. I learn better from audio. I retain it a lot better. So it only makes sense that this is kind of where that that's going. Yeah, back when I was like in like fourth grade or like third or fourth grade, I was always the kid who like was so bad at reading. They gave me the audio books so that I could, you know, like actually keep up with the class because I was so slow. But I actually did really enjoy the audio books. And I actually listened to like every single one of the Harry Potter books where in a million, million years, I never would have been able to read that in my life. I would have given up. I would have quit. But with the audio books, I could actually like I <laughs> listened to the entire entire series. I was supposed to be reading along, but come on. No, that wasn't happening. (laughs) And I think it's interesting, too. They gave you the audiobooks for that reason. But when I was younger, I read a ton. I read all the Harry Potter books multiple times. I was an avid reader. But now that audiobooks are a lot more attainable, like I can just download them on my iPhone, I find myself, I'm much more likely to finish a book if I'm listening to it than if I'm physically reading it. Yeah, for real. Because you can do it, like, you know, secondhand. You can be driving and listen to your audiobook. You can be working out. You can be doing whatever. You don't have to be reading, taking all your time and attention. Yeah, exactly. Dope, dope. So, yeah, obviously we're – obviously we share a lot of the same views because we work together every day. We're actually just sitting in different rooms right now testing out this app. So, um, the voice is obviously a big thing on both our, our minds and what we're doing moving forward. But um, another thing that has kind of caught my eye with social media is the story modes about how I'm doing, uh, how I'm currently vlogging my stories now. And I know we've talked about it and you're going to start doing that. But <clears throat> what is your, your mindset on on the idea of vlogging with your stories and kind of what you think that could uh, have some potential long-term now that Instagram's adding polls and they all have the swipe up feature Well, after you hit 10 K, but we both have 10 K followers. So we have the swipe up feature and all that stuff. I, again, I think technology is just progressing in such a way at this point that everything that used to be, Oh, you have to have, some money to start that you have to back in the day if you're gonna vlog it's you had to buy a nice camera you had to do all this stuff now you just pull up an app you record yourself you can record yourself as many times as you need to whatever and you're like living through 
you're living that person's life through the screen and it's completely unedited, which I think is a lot better than you're kind of before stuff was a little more staged. It was, oh, I'm doing this for the vlog now. It's just, oh, this is what I'm doing today. And people mm-hmm. will go through at night before they go to bed and watch, oh, I wonder what Chance did today. I wonder what Sam did today. And they watch it and they get to kind of live a little piece of your life with you. I think mm-hmm. it's a lot more, I think it's genius what Snapchat and Instagram stories both have done for yeah. the vlogging platform. Oh, Snapchat, what Snapchat has done on Instagram has stole. Give yeah. Snapchat the credit. Yeah, the... you're right. But... But I have to say, Instagram is slowly dominating because Uh, the swipe up feature, yeah, they make you once you hit 10K, but I mean, if you're really building Instagram, you're going to hit 10K eventually, so you'll have the swipe up feature. I prefer that because then people who are just posting like random, kind of random things that may not have the interest can't just spam the swipe up feature. I kind of like that they have that limit on it. Yeah, and it's a little bit more exclusive. I right. like that too. But you're right. It's not you're everyone can post a link or whatever. I think it's yeah. more effective. Yeah, not everyone can just open an account and hit 10k right away. I mean, we did it in six months, but we're badasses. <laughs> <laughs> but on, uh, but yeah, but I do have to give credit to Instagram too on the polling feature. I really like that. And going to like the marketing side of things, I really think that through the vlog, if we add a lot of polls, which get people interactive and it gives you a good feel for your audience, what they're into, what they think. And I do random things, guys. Am I on mine yesterday? You guys need to follow it just to answer the questions because we saw dolphins right outside the front of our house um, yesterday. And I put on the poll. I was like, what do you like better, dolphins or humans? And surprisingly, everyone picked dolphins, like 78% of people pick dolphins so they must hate the human race <laughs> but uh but you know it's cool to do stuff like that and then it's also you can do market research like are you interested in forex trading yes or no and then you can see the list of everyone who's seen it you can message them and all that cool stuff and then you add in the swipe up feature for right hooks i mean i really think that's going to be something that can dominate in the future um with really just holding people's attention because it's not too long it's not like you know casey neistat has fire vlogs but he's also got fire kind of money behind his vlogs making them amazing and his are you know 12 15 20 minutes maybe and he's doing it amazingly and we're trying to do it with a smartphone so maybe our vlog should only be five ten minutes through instagram you know like we probably don't deserve the 15 minutes of high quality yet until you yeah the smartphone camera has come a long way though facts that it's when he started vlogging you could not have I, i mean He's been vlogging for so long. The iPhone probably wasn't even a mainstream thing yet. Yeah. But... He still vlogs when he goes on his runs and stuff. He vlogs with his phone. Right. I mean, but you can take 4K uses... video on your iPhone. I... That's what I think it's interesting listening to, like, Gary Vaynerchuk, where he says, when if you're going to do something like that, don't go out and feel like you have to go buy the super expensive camera. Like, you have the key in your hand right now. Yeah, it's exactly. a good enough video that later on when you're making the money, yeah, go ahead and buy the nice camera, but it's not a necessity like it was before. Yeah, and content is king. If your content sucks, it doesn't matter if you have a nice ass camera. Your content exactly. Sucks. <laughs> like no one, no one wants to watch you. Sorry. 
It's all good. Yeah, we we got vlogs out there like that where people are like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. But now it's like, oh, we travel the world. So it's kind of (laughs) cool. But, um, yeah, so that's that's definitely very interesting. But what what are your thoughts through Instagram as like a whole as well, I guess, um, with the Instagram influencer thing popping up? Do you see that as a wave of the future? You think instead of going after NBA players, uh, big companies are going to start really taking on these these um uh, I don't know what you even want to call it, influencers. Um, I think honestly, at first they won't. Well, and yeah, I don't, currently I don't agree with that at all. I think if they're intelligent and they understand where the market is going, they would. Yeah. But larger companies are kind of slow to change in that way. They're slow to adapt. They're just now going, huh. This Facebook thing has some marketing value. I just think they're so they're a little behind in that way. But what I like about that is it gives the people, like individuals, a lot more of a chance to, if they adapt early, they can win. Mm-hmm. Because once those big companies come into a space, the it's they the kind of funny thing is, the market marketers kind of ruin everything. They tv commercials at one point were attainable now they're not because pepsi spends however many millions of dollars in the space then they kind of moved on it's the reason that billboards aren't as effective it's not that the advertising itself isn't effective it's just extremely overpriced yeah i can't go out there and buy a tv commercial but you can post a free video on YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. Or you can run Facebook ads or Instagram yeah. ads. I mean, you can do all of that. But I think the influencer is the next big thing because the people who have that big of a following, I still believe that person-to-person marketing is the best form because you might watch a commercial on TV that says, oh, go watch this movie and you'd be like, oh, okay, I guess it looks okay. But if one of your friends comes up to you and goes, oh, my gosh, this was the best movie ever. You have to go see it. You're a lot more likely to listen to that. You're right, 100%. 100%. And I feel like it's the same same difference if if you really are, like, let's say you're a huge fan of, let's just say, like, I don't know, Steph Curry, right? And if Steph Curry says on a commercial or on an or I mean Steph Curry is a bad example let's say it's Casey Neistat or Gary Vaynerchuk I mean look at Gary V's freaking shoes they sold out in opening day an entrepreneur an online sensation I guess you would call him can sell out a sneaker in a day like I was so upset because I was gonna buy you a pair of them for Christmas and they sold out within two minutes and the wi-fi disconnected from my computer the struggle is real. <laughs> now we got to re- buy them from the resellers, the hustlers online. All these Gary. They're B selling things. them for like three times the price, though. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, props to them for the hustle, but holy yeah. cow. That's what happens when you listen to the person who preaches flipping. He just added value on his shoes just by giving the knowledge of how to do it. Yep. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, but I yeah I really think that's a it's just a cool perspective to see that like someone like that has that much influence to do that. But I mean that's why it's crazy these brands like I don't know Coca Cola should be out here trying to cop anyone that's starting to pop a small following. They could offer them like 
literally like five thousand dollars to market for a year and a lot of people would probably take that you know if you had to make one post about coca-cola once a week for a year would some like 52 posts for five thousand dollars i'd do it you know like and that's not that's nothing to them they're freaking dropping millions on a commercial like that's just mind-blowing that they could like really be playing with the influencer sphere and definitely skyrocket their results but you know it's it's interesting you see people like the kardashians who people who are advertising all these different products on their social media and it's so effective you go through all the comments and you see all these people say oh i just bought it i just bought it i mean whatever you think about the kardashians their marketing is pretty incredible whether you like them or not whether you like them or not as a business person all we look is like the the money coming in and they got that money coming in exactly they got money you can sell a lip kit for that much money and sell out in an hour so i mean kylie jenner's my age and i wish i could do it like that no doubt shout out their mom killer entrepreneurs setting them up for that money to come in in flows the money be coming in that's what's just going through my head the money be coming in (laughs) but i guess that's the goal right the goal is to get everyone got their money coming in um so to rotate that off of let's let's talk flows of income and the importance level in your head of having multiple flows i mean currently obviously what we do we got forex we got other social media stuff we got other marketing stuff we have different flows and it's about scaling them in but when you were let's let's go back to when you were going to college when when you were applying for college were you worried about getting multiple flows of income Honestly, the only thing that was going through my mind when I was applying for college is, one, I hope I get into the school I want. Two, I hope that I don't come out with a whole lot of debt. And three, hopefully there's a job at the end (laughs) of it. That was it. The the idea of multiple flows never even had crossed my mind. I'd never been even exposed to that idea. The only multiple flows of income that I knew were people who had to work two or three different jobs. It wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't the real businesses. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's insane. I mean, obviously I was in the same place. I had no idea that multiple flows really existed or that they were, they were more like, it's more crazy that it was a reality for people, you know, that people can and should expect i mean the average millionaire has seven flows of income seven flows that's what people are like worried about losing your job if you had seven flows of income you wouldn't be worried about losing one flow of income because you're still gonna survive exactly and that's where i guess to a point i was exposed at least to the idea it just didn't kind of register because my dad worked his job And then he and my mom owned a business plowing snow, mowing grass, like that kind of thing. I mean, they scaled it to a point, but with working, both of them working, it was kind of hard to really scale it any further. Mm -hmm. So I had kind of been exposed to that, I guess, but they always talked about it kind of more as a side thing. It wasn't a flow of income. It was a side job. 
Well, and and I guess that kind of is more a side job, I would say, because it's something that takes your time. Like, if you're not right. out there plowing snow, you're probably not going to get paid. In well, eventually, case. they did hire a couple people, so it kind of turned into that, that gotcha. they would make money without actually having to do yeah. the actual work, which, I mean, is the goal most of yeah, the time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the goal. life goals. <laughs> like, you make the money, but don't do the labor part and put, like, one hour into it. I mean, the time Lopez, I think you made. But I guess they did. They didn't like, do it to scale. They did it out of necessity that they couldn't always get off work to do it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. The, the end goal wasn't to have a snowplow empire. No, it was some side income. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I'd agree with that. But I think it's crazy to think now how once you have that mindset shift, you look at everything as an opportunity for income. I mean, what were we doing? We're driving along the road and you see like a boat and you're like, huh, I wonder if you like bought a boat and you could rent that boat. Or you see like these apartments and we see how cheap some of these apartments are. We're like, oh, maybe we could get this property and then like Airbnb it for eight months and live here only when it's cold. Like, you know, it's crazy how your mindset shifts once you realize what's possible. Well, and that once you realize money's not everything, but it's up there with oxygen and Mm -hmm. you have to be able to create that income. But on the other hand, you don't want to work every hour of every day. So you have to kind of change your mindset that, you don't have to, quote, go to work to make money. Mm-hmm. There's things you can do that you set up. Yeah, it might take you a few months, but once you set it up, it pays you for the rest of your life with little effort. I'm not going to say no effort. I mean, you still have to yeah. watch everything. But it's, it's fuel for the fire, too. The more exactly. Effort, the more results. But it's nice to know that there's a constant flow. It's nice exactly. to know that you can make 2000 a month every single month with putting in 10 hours of work a month. You know, that's just a beautiful thing. That's cool. I guess one more thing I want to talk about, too, real quick before I get off, because we're pushing 24 minutes now. So it's nice to know that this doesn't shut off at five minutes. We learned that the easy way by going way past five minutes. <laughs> but um, let's talk about goals. When you were when you were that person going into college and going through college, so I guess we didn't even mention like Sam dropped out of college. I like mentally dropped out of college, but I had to you finished the- under protest <laughs> under yeah <laughs> under protest. So we got through it, but Sam dropped out, and when when she dropped out, a it was a hard decision because of the label of being a college dropout. But it's funny because like behind closed doors we would joke about it like i was jealous that she gets to tell that in her story because like what does college do everyone loves the story of oh he's a college dropout so i'm like i went to a junior college for two years so i try to play it down like it was like yeah i was cool i didn't need college but yeah college is overrated but um so with your unless goal, you're a doctor, I still hold that. I do not want you not knowing what you're doing operating on me. All that's all that stuff besides I just got a call, so I don't know what that's gonna do. But all that stuff besides like the serious stuff. But if you want to be an entrepreneur, business, that kind of stuff, come on. If you're getting a business degree, or even like I still think like the photography or like any of that, like videographer. 
Like, I still think that if you want to be a professional video guy, that why don't you go work for somebody for free for four years instead of paying and going into hella debt? And those people are either, A, get somebody who really knows what they're doing and they'll teach you everything, or B, find somebody that you can, like, mentor under, like a Gary V, and you could, like, video him. Obviously not Gary V because he's blown up now, but, like, that's what D-Rock did is he's just like, yo, can I work for you for free? And he just started vlogging him. You know, there's plenty of entrepreneurs where they'd be like, yeah, for free, you can follow me around and video me and you can work on their content and it can blow you up. But I just think that it's funny how uh, how the college isn't needed because there are so many other options. But when it comes to goal setting, when you're going into college, where were your goals at compared to where they are now? Like, how have they changed? I didn't have any, to be completely honest. Again, it's just not... I mean, it was said maybe one or two times to me, oh, you should have goals, but that was that was the end of the conversation, and it was always goals like you should get straight A's on your report card, you should do this internship, you should take this class so that if you meet this teacher, her son does whatever. It was that kind of stuff. It wasn't they weren't specific goals, which explains a lot of why they weren't very motivating at all to where now I have goals. I try to write them down every day, what I want to accomplish today, what I want to accomplish short-term and long-term and make them like super specific where before I, I honestly, I don't even think what I had, I would even call a goal at this point got you yeah i mean i would agree a hundred percent with that and it's crazy like i mean i i saw something on instagram or somewhere it might have been anchor someone i was listening to but they were talking about goals and how like why don't they teach us goals in school like nobody ever thought like huh we should teach people how to like make realistic goals how to achieve their goals and how to put their mind at them not just like because you hear so many people talk about goals now. Like, I used to talk about goals as dreams. You know, they, they replace I I dream or I wish I could be blah, blah, blah with I – that's my goal. My goal is to make a million dollars instead of I wish to make a million dollars. And they're, like, interchangeable. But realistically, if you set that goal, you set your – your tasks to knock it out, that's what's going to happen is you're going to be able to knock those goals out a lot quicker. But, I mean, with that being said, I think we're we're coming down the 30-minute mark. I think this is a good start. Obviously, Sam will be back on the podcast a lot, so we we don't want her to spill out too much knowledge. But before you leave... Is there anything you got on your mind currently that uh, you want to tell everybody anything? It could be random. It could be like, yo, life is blessed because it's 80 degrees outside and sunny and we're next to the water and we're not freezing our balls off in Illinois or anything you want to say. You got anything to close out the show? Yeah, I definitely would just encourage everybody. Don't, if people are telling you that your goals and your dreams are unattainable, just run, run far away from those people. And if they're your parents, obviously, if you're underage, that's not an option. I'm not encouraging that. But um, <laughs> by blocking 14-year-olds out, listening to this yeah. being like, Mom, Dad, I'm out. I'm 
running. Fuck you. I'm going no, to get my No, but dreams. block it out. Don't let any other people have control over your happiness or where you take your life. I let that people control how I felt about everything for way too long. And once you break free of that, it's absolutely amazing how much better life gets. You start really hitting mm. your goals and you start attaining your dreams. Like six years ago, I never would have thought that us traveling around living in a different uh, state every month was you even possible. Up with me six years ago. If I was like, <laughs> you want to travel the world? You'd be like, what? Even when, all right, so I did bring this up on the podcast, and I had somebody ask. So let, let's talk about this real quick, real quick. What was your first reaction when I said, let's just travel and live in a new state every month? <laughs> I was like, um, what? <laughs> you want to do what? <laughs> I was so at first he's just like no let's do it let's do it and in my head I'm just oh my gosh what did I just get into but once we it was a lot once we got to Colorado which is the first place that we went I figured out I really do enjoy it it yeah, yeah. but right at first I was like this guy's crazy what happened? Who is this person? <laughs> but at the end of the day, I can definitely, this is something that even six years ago, I think you would have done. Yeah, definitely something that, I mean, it's it's just that crazy that it's something that, the the fact that we can do it is the fact that we have to do it, in my mind. Exactly. We can live this lifestyle. We are so young. We are so just on the the beginning of what we're doing. Um, you know, I feel like it's truly endless possibilities. That's for sure. And this is just one of those steps where it's like, you got to experience that. You can't beat that. But anything else? That was an amazing last tip. But do you have like a PS, a little extra nugget? Maybe a hashtag follow me on Instagram at Strive with Samantha. Um, anything like that? Well, you just stole it, so thanks for that. But I'll say it I again. I just hinted. <laughs> you guys want to follow me on Instagram at Strive with Samantha, and I try to kind of vlog my day a little bit. I'm going to get a lot better about it. Chance is definitely going to keep me accountable on that. So I guess that's the other thing. If you need people to help to keep you accountable i would definitely recommend it but there's nothing better than keeping yourself accountable because realistically if someone else tells at least me what to do all the time sometimes i'm like eh, i'm not gonna do it just because you told me to do it yeah so... she won't she'd be like step off <laughs> that's what i get all the time step off i don't want that i don't want to hear your advice but I do me. listen. It's it's good to take advice from people who have actually accomplished what you want to accomplish. So that's where I'm willing to listen to you on most things. Most things. <laughs> hey, that's a win. I'm taking that as a win, and that's something <laughs> to end the show with. So, guys, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. If you would love to see 
our travels, again, we travel across the world, we trade Forex, we make money online, and we live in a new state every single month. If you want to see the behind-the-scenes Chance Eyes, the behind-the-scenes Sam's Eyes, make sure you follow Sam at Strive with Samantha on Instagram and Chance me at Chance Ghanem at Insta- on Instagram. But uh, make sure you follow us both here on Anchor. We're going to keep pushing content. We're going to keep taking Anchor to the next level. And we thank every single one of you guys for listening all the way through this. We hope you enjoyed it. And as always, make sure you call in. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. Let me know what is on your mind as Anchor goes, as life goes, as technology, entrepreneurship. You got any new ways to make some money? We always about all kinds of ways to make money. So anything you got, call in, let us know. And as always, have a blessed rest of your day. Hey, everybody, just want to close out this podcast with saying thank you guys so much. Me and Sam are extremely ecstatic for every single one of you guys that lasted to the end of this podcast. Hopefully you really enjoyed it. We just both want to say thank you. Thank you. And keep listening only here on Anchor. Just kidding. We're everywhere. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, but especially Anchor.